0: Hi, it's Jenna Tark here and today I want to give you something to think about and that is one of the most important gifts that we can give being music teachers. To the weekly spark for music teachers now this is the place where music teachers come to get a bit of inspiration a bit of that energy plus a few of those teaching tips and resources along the way you know the world's a bit nutty out there at the moment there's a lot going on but here we can concentrate on what we can do and what we can give back my name is Janice Tuck and I'm the creative director of the fun music company where we provide resources for fun music lessons and in this podcast we also focus on the tools that you need not just the resources but how to get those resort, that resourcefulness to get you through each and every single day. We need it now, don't we? Today, I thought I'd share a simple but really important thought with you, and that is something that you can put away into your brain, put it and file it away, and bring it out when it's important. And when you're having conversations with students and parents and communities, it's a really important advocacy thought. Reading research and writing articles on how music benefits the brain has been something I've been doing here at the Fun Music Company for many years now. I love it. I enjoy it, I get into it, and I'm always keen for that lively debate on the benefits of music for our students. But there's always two sides to it, don't you think? I mean, I see on the internet all the time where there is an article or a piece of research published saying how there are benefits to music education. And there's also open comments on the internet, I see these debates play out. Some some people say, we don't need this research, or we should do music for music's sake, and all sorts of things like that. So yes, this is very true. You should do music for music's sake, and as music teachers, we shouldn't have to justify our positions constantly to convince people to do our subjects. But these thoughts are little tools, little nuggets that you can lock away in your brain and use whenever it's appropriate, when it comes up. Now, I thought about this recently when my daughter was picking school subjects. Of course, I'd love for her to do music and... She will in some way or another, because it's in her blood really, so to speak. But the reason that I started thinking about this was an issue came up of, well, do I do music in school? Do I do art? Or do I learn a language? And there was about 15 different choices. Now of course, in my position with all my experience as a music teacher and as an advocate for music, I'm hardly an unbiased position here. So of course, there are so many wonderful benefits of music education and with this podcast platform, I'm going to occasionally devote an episode to talking just about some of those benefits. So that is what I'm really doing today. And I really want to talk about just one important benefit today. So I said at the start of the episode that I was going to talk about one of the most important gifts that we give as music teachers. And you know what I believe that gift is? I be- believe the biggest gift is the gift of focus. You see. What I see is focus. The ability to focus on one thing at a time and complete it is the most underrated and needed skill of right now. (laughs) I believe it's not down to your genetics or your background. I believe it's a learned skill and it's something that is taught in a really special and unique way through music. So in today's world, our students are bombarded every single minute with notifications. They're bombarded with text messages, emails, Facebook posts, tweets, Snapchats, TikToks, whatever it is. It never stops. And the technology moves ever more to bring us more distractions and take us away from focusing on one task at a time. So even as I've been creating this podcast today, probably there's gonna be another 10 emails that have arrived, let alone the social media channel communications that I might have received. It's sometimes seen as an old fashioned just to do one thing at a time. But it is proven fact that multitasking does not improve things. It only serves to distract and make things take longer in the end. But with my background as a musician and as a music teacher, what has really helped me to be able to do is sit down this morning and really create something for you because I've been able to focus on it and we've been able to get it together. Now, I haven't been switch-tasking, I haven't been going back and forth between recording this podcast and doing other things in between. That's not what we do here. We've got a process for creating things like this podcast. We do it every week. And I stay focused until the job is done. We write the script in one session, we edit it in another session and record it just like that. It's a consistent process, it's off the cuff, and we never jump from one thing to another to get it all done. And some people who know me say to me, well, how on earth do you do it? You know, how do you fit these things in? Why do you fit these things in? And they, say to me, they see me writing articles and writing emails and creating new ideas for products and managing the business together with my husband, Kevin. And I know I do achieve a lot in the day, and so do we both, but I believe everything we do is because we've taught ourselves the skill of focus. See, I believe that focused is a learned skill, something we don't just get born with. We have to learn how to do it. And I believe one of the ways that it's learned is through music. So playing a musical instrument is like unlike any other activity. You have to manage the mechanics of playing the instrument, don't you? Plus, you have to think about what music you're playing, whether you're reading it or not, doesn't matter. And then if you're playing with other musicians, and you have to think about staying in time and matching to their sound. And then you've got to be able to think on top of that about the expression of the piece of music, how it's being transferred to the thoughts of someone else listening to it. So it requires 100% of your focus to play an instrument at any given time. So music is also immediate. That's the other thing I love about this. There's no other activity that I know that requires that level of immediacy that music does. You know, that's the, the ability to play music requires instant attention. You have to really be present for it right in that moment. So right now in this pandemic, it's been interesting to see the conversations happen about whether or not people could have virtual music rehearsals and performances. So people are having Zoom meetings and Zoom lessons. So the extension to that for music teachers is why couldn't there be Zoom choir or Zoom band rehearsals? Hmm. It's food for thought, don't you think? But we all discover this new word and something called latency. Now, using the regular technology right now, it's almost, it's almost pretty impossible for musicians to play music live together over Zoom. Because this takes time to do that. People are pretty inventive. And some people have found ways to achieve it. And those who live relatively close to each other can achieve it. But the basic science of it says that if people are physically distant from each other, well, the sound from one person's computer takes a bit of time to get to another person's computer. And that's just the speed of the sound. Now, those milliseconds don't really make much of a difference when you're having a conversation, but when you want to play music together, those milliseconds make a massive difference, and that is where that latency comes from. Now, of course, we've all seen those wonderful virtual choir videos, and I'm sorry to burst your bubble if you have one about this, but if you believe those things are done live, well, they're not, they can't be. Most of the time, these are very painstakingly put together by very dedicated choir directors and really thought out. And they're thought about with their video editors, who are very technically talented and able to combine the individual recorded performances into one very nicely. So my point was not to talk about how to do Zoom virtual music rehearsals or Zoom choir videos in this podcast. My point is and was that music, unlike any other activity, uses uses the brain in this unique way. And it requires that immediacy that no other activity does. So we must view this as a gift, don't you think? It's a gift that we give to our students. If our students experience just a little bit of playing a music instrument, their brain will begin to benefit because they can learn some of the skills of focus in that moment that are desperately needed in our world today. We should treat the skill of playing music as a very special gift that we're giving to our students, like a a present we're giving, and we're creating individuals that can focus on a very unfocused world right now. So we need to maintain our focus as educators, maintain that focus to our students, no matter how or what we're having to teach them today. One of my great mentors in this world, Oprah Winfrey, I hope she's yours too, she says that energy is the essence of life. Every day you decide how much you're gonna use it by knowing what you want and what it takes to reach that goal and by, by maintaining focus. So maintain your focus today. Maintain it on what you want for your students and the wonderful gifts that you can give to them. And what is needed today is to make a difference for our students. We have to educate our students in the wonderful gifts that music brings to them every single day. So what are your thoughts now? I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about What do you think about what I've just said? Is it controversial to you? I'd love to hear your examples, I'd love to hear your ideas on how the gift of focus has benefited to your students. And if you can, send them to me. I'd love to see them. I see them personally, so let me know what you think. You can email me at Janice at funmusicco.com anytime you like. And please also leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Pass it on to your friends and colleagues that are struggling right now because it can really help get, you know, just a little bit of positivity into someone's day and it can really help get the message out there to help, you know, more good for the good of the world. So I hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you next time.